This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, July the 20th, 2021, episode 340. Oh, thank you, ladies and hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you to another. Uh, welcome to another. I'm uh, welcome to Infection Podcast. My name is Nick Craig. You can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com. I'm all screwed up, Brian. You know, I I'm just trying to just sit here, do my show, be a respectable show host. I got everything planned out in my head. And then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose with a 20, excuse me, 42 month 40. tier one resubscription from our friend Green Man Cartoons. Well, Thank you very much, Green Man. It is greatly. I mean, he just can't delay because he is at the top of the leaderboard. So he can't delay too much. You know, he has to get oh, it in oh, right yeah, away to make yeah, sure he yeah, stays has, there. Has, has to get it in within one minute and 12 seconds of the program starting. It is greatly appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. Again, welcome to Infection. My name is Nick Craig. Hey, if you want to check out the Brian, I now have a podcast for my radio show. Just search yes. Wilmington's Morning News on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else you get your podcast. You can listen to two hours of my ramblings each and every day for free. So uh, you can check that out. Nice. And uh, joining me as he does, Brian. Hello. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get this rolling. I'll try to uh, I'll try to get it back on balance. And uh, <sighs> if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab or Parlor, of course, there's our uh, my blog, biteoftech.com. But if you go to our website, as Nick said, just go to infectionpodcast.com. Go to the right-hand side, and you'll see join our server on Discord. Uh, we have nine. Uh, we have nine servers running for Arc, and we've got all kinds of stuff going on. A news channel. If you think you want to submit, maybe there's a topic or a game we're not covering that you think we should be. Throw in that news channel, and we review that before the live show. Uh, we also have our Steam group. Get notified when Steam is working. Um, seems to work better on the other side of the time zone change. And uh, and then we get our video forms of the podcast. You go to Twitch, YouTube, uh, DLive, BitChute. You can watch those after the fact or uh, live. Uh, usually, I'm pretty sure that always is working. And then we have on there our extras, which has some of our pre and post shows. If you want to listen to the audio only parts of the podcast, you can do that on the lower right hand side. And we have links for whatever platform you want to do. But I do recommend if you're doing that to follow along with our show notes. And if you go to the particular episode that you're going to listen to, you can listen to the player in the, the web page or you can use the video player and uh, and you can click on each article as we discuss it or you can click on each video. Uh, it really adds a lot to the podcast. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, if you want to support us, go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. And uh, we have a, a number of ways you can do that. Also, subscribe star, Amazon, Humble Bundle. You saw the Prime Gaming sub. Thank you, Green Man, for that. And uh, just every every way that you can support us and uh, and. We're still saving that up for, I assume, PAX or some, whatever the best convention is next year is, uh, yes, sir. is where we're going to be going. And we've been locking down our personal one for, uh, for Vegas. It's so that's go. been, been moving along. Yeah. So my we've got the got, Airbnb. My flights got canceled. I had to rebook them. That was exciting. Very yeah, much. Like that's the problem when you book it that early is they keep on jumping your flight around. Yeah. Um, I do want to also know in what you mentioned, Brian, if you go to the YouTube channel of the YouTube version of the show, there are time codes for everything that we talk about. I, we, Brian built us a little app, built me rather a little app that I use here throughout during the show. And you, if you scroll through the YouTube video, you can, um, go in and, and look through and just literally jump to a specific thing. So if you're again, listening on your phone, you're like, oh damn, I want to see that part. You can just go there and just scrub through it or click the timestamps in the 
description and get that. So thanks for setting that up, Brian. And uh, yeah, you've been doing yep. that now for when did you graduate school? <laughs> it's been I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Whenever you graduated school, that was when uh, that's when we started doing it. So you, that was your uh, what was wasn't that one was that of your two years ago? Pro- was that one of your final projects? Yeah, I think I did my final project on that because eight, it has you know has enough. Eight twenty seven. Yeah, I think twenty nineteen is when I received this file. So literally almost a, a month short of two years. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I made a little program for that. Mostly it was on all on paper. I didn't even have to really write much code, but I made it anyways, <laughs> and, yep. uh, and it worked out. Works made well. it easier to write about it. Yep. And someday we should just we should throw that on GitHub at some point, and uh, yeah. we can I can start adding features to it. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so that that is that. Um, well, we've got a busy, busy, busy program. So let's get right into it, Brian. Um, yes. Valve, Steam, Gaben. Yeah. Huge announcement. So we we had week. a hint, and we had a hint that something like this because remember we mentioned it was maybe two weeks ago, was it? That some files were being put or some things were being put in the latest updates for Steam. Yeah. Hinting at a uh, Steam Pal, I think. Did we call it Steam Pal or something like that? Something um, like that, Or something. Yeah. There was a word where they were kind of guessing it was like Steam Pal or something. Um, and this is now going to, be going to be called the Steam Deck. And they just came out, but did a bunch of uh, pre-orders. And uh, and this is something that I, I didn't see coming this week. I mean, I figured it would be a little bit, a little bit farther out, but they definitely got it out here. Uh, there is a video into that kind of. I don't know if you want to play that in the background for a second while you talk about some features, and that way people kind of see what it looks like. It, for people that I have one of the old the Steam controllers that they sold. Uh, yes. One thing that was unique about that is it has kind of like a virtual mouse, which is a, a thumb pad, like a touchpad type mouse. Uh, that is on this, and you can see that right at the front. Those two pads, I think they also work as mice, they you do. know, like a touchpad. Um, he has got full controllers. I've seen a lot of article, articles about them, you know, trying to get to where it doesn't have any drift on the knobs and all this stuff. But uh, also, I've been seeing that it won't run every game. You know, there, there's people speculating it won't run PUBG and all these other games. So let's be talk interesting about to see this. how it works. So yeah. it's called the Steam Deck. It's going to be available yep. later this year. Um, and I think. So we did talk about this a couple weeks ago, and the point I made was that this device will not be able to, not not that it won't be able to play games, but that the main use of this device would be to stream the games. My notion being that for them to make a device that had the power to play AAA games like Doom, like um, you know PUBG like Call of Duty, like these brand new games that are coming out, they would not be able to make a device at a price point that made sense for a handheld. Now, yeah. they have, they they do say that this device will run games, and I'm sure it will. It does have a custom uh, AMD uh, processor that has got a, it's, it's a built-in uh, GPU, CPU into one, one unit, um, so yeah. it will be able to play some games. It says Steam Deck runs the latest AAA games and runs them really well. The question is, does it run them on the device locally or is it streaming yeah. them off of something else like your computer? Nobody besides IGN has even had a chance to touch this yet. Um, the IGN, because I mean, for example, it says this. It says easy as power on sign in, play your Steam games. Well, some of these Steam games so, okay, are sixty so th- gigabytes, so you're gonna—that's not gonna—that's not how that's gonna work. 
unless it's screwing yeah, so the games. Some of them will. Yeah. Well, okay. So they do have the op- So that is built in currently. We'll have the ability on the same network to stream it. But from what I'm seeing, it says use your de- deck as a PC because it is one. So it shows someone hooking a keyboard mouse and everything to it and just using yes. it as a, a keyboard to play games. Um, I, there, There's definitely going to be limitations because, first of all, we know that a device like this, usually you have to design your hardware and software you know, to work with each other. Uh, this, uh, you know, they're taking a lot of these games and just showing them working. Uh, you know, for for this, if they're not streaming, they're going to have to do something to make these games run correctly on this device. It, it's it can't be as powerful as a computer. Well, the good especially news, especially these prices, is I believe it's got a seven twenty p screen. I think, um, mm-hmm. which is actually for good. the size of screen is good. Yeah. yeah, which which is which is I think it's seven twenty p. I could be wrong on that. It might it might be ten eighty, but nevertheless, you know, it's going to be playing. Uh, these, uh, excuse me. Yes, eight hundred p. Yes, it's not. It's sixteen by ten is the aspect ratio, not sixteen by nine. No. Um, so it will, of course, at eight hundred p versus ten eighty p versus fourteen forty p. It does have a significantly smaller screen, meaning it will, yep. ideally, be able to run games at a better rate um, because it's it's lower resolution. You obviously will have to knock back some of the quality settings you're not going to be playing doom on ultra settings on this device um i I, you know i I still stand by my point that i don't think for 399 dollars you're going to be able to buy this thing load up your steam library and essentially not play games on your computer anymore i don't think that's the case i think there are select games on steam that will fit this device well you look at games like um Terraria, you look at games like Stardew Valley, games that are a little bit more controller friendly, I think are going to work on this really well. Party games, I don't foresee people playing Doom, Crisis, and various games like that. Anything with large assets, I mean, anything with large video or like asset files that has a lot. I mean, like Ark, imagine Ark, you know, without it being one that's tailored, like kind of like a mix of the mobile one versus the PC or at the very lowest settings, it's just not going to run right. Well, and even the, the lowest point. settings on this, it's not going to look good. And this is the point that I brought up. So I have, I, I'm currently playing Doom. Doom on my hard mm-hmm. drive unpacked is 75.75 gigabytes. Yeah. The base Steam unit has only got 64 gigs of EMMC internal storage. It does have an SD card slot, which I will note. Um, yeah. But we know that SD card But still, storage, you're going to get maybe a terabyte out of that. Uh, Correct. You know those that, and that's going to be much slower storage. So Correct. it's going to hamper your games. There's certain games you're not going to be able to play well if you're trying to do it off an SD card. So let's look at this, Brian. We've got three options available: the 64 gig EMMC mm-hmm. version for 399. Then we've got a 256 gig, which is using NVMe SSD storage, which will be significantly faster than EMMC. That's 529 yeah. uh, for 256, and then they've got a a $650 version that's rocking half a half a terabyte, 512 gigs of NVMe storage. Um, if looking at this right What's now... What's weird Brian, is it has anti-glare etched glass. It's weird that they have different screen... Or, I mean, is it, is it a like screen it's probably, cover? It's just, yeah, I would assume so. It's just weird. It says premium anti-glare etched glass. It's like it has a different screen, but that just would make no sense to me. Yeah. Um, and why wouldn't they put a, a an anti scratch thing on the five hundred twenty nine dollar one? 
if that's what they're doing. It seems like it has a different like screen on it. Like it may be underneath, but like the glass covering the screen or something. It's possible. It's just weird that that's a that's a feature only of the top level one. So it does say that there is this is from their website. There is no in-game difference in frame rates or graphics between the three models. So the hardware is the same. The storage is the big difference. Yeah. So the $399 version and the $649 version will play games the same in terms of quality of what it's able to do. The difference will be the storage. Um, so my question to you, Brian, is out of these three versions, if you were to purchase one, let's just say you are, which one would you be getting? Yeah. I mean, in a minimum, I would probably get the middle one. I mean, there's that, that's, I think so. I don't see, I, I don't see a point in the bottom one. Um, and I think that this is going to be a moving target. I don't think this is going to be the steam deck that sits out here because hardware changes so much. Uh, you know, this is revision one of the steam bet steam deck. If it takes off, then there'll be other ones that are released i'd rather wait till the next series personally once you figure out yeah are the games playable uh, are they going to be relying on you pretty much streaming almost every single game because they say you know you can stream this on the go but imagine trying to play some of these games on a if you're on the go you're going to be most likely on a cell phone or public wi-fi uh and then you're trying to stream your video your computer from home on who knows what internet you have it's just in an ideal environment great most environments are not ideal though so I think until the YouTubers um, and the different reviewers, you know, the people that come to mind are Gamers Nexus and Jay's Two Cents and Linus Tech Tips, until those mm-hmm. guys really get their hands on this thing, and IGN, again, is the only one that's seen it thus far, and I don't trust anything they report with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. Until we really see this thing in action, which, assuming this thing comes out in December, we can assume that over the next three months, within the next three months, hopefully reviewers will get a hand on some sort of early prototype version of it. Um, yeah, it's the cat's out of the bag. I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in the device, but I'm not until I see it. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, if I was to buy one, it would be that middle one as well, but I'm not, I don't think I'll be getting one of these um, at least right now. One thing I, one thing I wouldn't be surprised of is if if they come up with some sort of a different interface and all this for this device. I wouldn't be surprised if they roll this out for uh, something like the uh, uh, what's the one thing my wife's been playing the Switch because oh, they will. they've been going to encourage other hardware device manufacturers to create these things. They don't want to make them all themselves. They want to just show people what they can do. Uh, it would make total sense for something like Steam for them to release a client that takes advantage if they improve some of the streaming and things like that. For devices, they could carry that over and put it on other portable devices like what people already have and still be selling more Steam games yeah. and taking them maybe a little bit from Nintendo. Now, whether Nintendo will let them put that on there, uh, you know, that will be the question. But I, I'm sure they will be hesitant to let people unless it's totally remote streaming. Maybe if it's remote streaming, they will. So as it sits right now, pre-orders opened on Friday. If you wanted to reserve one, you can do it for five bucks. They're expecting it to be available quarter two of 2022. Um, not sure how that time will will slide. Um, I, at this point, I'm not going to be reserving one. I don't play my Switch as it is, and again, I'm not. I, I just I don't think I know enough about this device to want to spend. Because the point I was making at five hundred and twelve dollars or six hundred and fifty dollars, you're only two or three hundred dollars away from a nice yeah. gaming laptop. Yep. 
Now, yeah, and again, the, or I mean, even or a console, you know, I mean, whatever oh, it is, definitely you're, a console, you're getting to yeah. a point where there's a lot of competition for those dollars uh, yes. for, for similar type of things. You know, people are looking so at question, getting maybe the new PS5 or the Xbox. Well, a couple hundred bucks difference or even getting a lower Xbox it's cheaper than this. Well, and that's the question is at six hundred dollars, would you rather have a Steam Deck or a brand new console? At this point yeah. right now, not knowing what anything about the Steam Deck, I'd probably get on the side of the console. And by the way, I'm not buying a new console. I'm not even in the market for it. Yeah. I haven't even looked. People have been people, people have been doing the you in reserve. And I think PH was saying it's reserved out to 2023. 2022, quarter two of 22. Right 2022 now. right now? Um, okay. So it's a really cool device. It is absolute. There is one player in the handheld space, Brian, and that's Nintendo. Sony obviously dropping mm-hmm. out of that with the with the PS Vita. That was their last device. That device is end of life. They're not making new games for it. Um, so Nintendo's the only player in town, and Steam seems to, seems to think. And I do agree that there is a market for this. Um, there are other little devices that uh, um, no. there's a one company G. It's like it's not GPIO, GIOP or something like that that makes little Windows computers that are kind of game centric. They're you know five or six hundred yeah. bucks. Um, so, but you're only running certain games on this. Thing. Exactly. I'm very interested in this. I think if it sells well, which I think it will, it'll sell hopefully a lot better than the Steam Link, which was an absolute yep. abysmal disaster in terms of sales. This could change. The uh, Brian, maybe maybe you don't need a PC. Maybe if you're a casual gamer, you don't even need a PC. Maybe there's yep. no point of even having a PC. This is the equivalent of having that seven or eight hundred dollar, you know, Dell laptop that you use for school that is plays games like Terraria and Minecraft and some of those other games marginally well. Maybe, maybe but even this like is these the Chromebooks for that. But yeah. but all those Chromebooks, you know, all these Chromebooks these kids are getting, you could turn that into a device if you're using streaming. I I, I just think that the way things are going, it really looks like streaming is streaming games to devices is going to be the way to go, and it will allow a lot of these hardware manufacturer or like Xbox to kind of move away from the Xbox itself and just provide a service, which is I think what we've been starting to notice. The pattern is they could sell the Game Pass, you know. Put, make an app for Game Pass and let people play it on here. And you're just streaming it from their cloud service because they've been adding more and more games to their cloud service. I just, I really think that we're going to be seeing this uh, starting to be where none of the games and you know, it, it'll be like Netflix. And uh, 10 years from now, we'll be looking at, well, remember when people used to have a disc for a game, as you said before, or, yeah. you know, people did this, did that. It's going to be like the old uh, VHS blockbusters. It is a, a these, very you know, kids nowadays are like, what? It's a very cool device. I think it will yeah. definitely n- now other players that have maybe potentially been looking at building devices like this themselves. By the way, this OS, the uh, it's called Steam something three. This is they, they've retooled mm-hmm. the Steam Link OS for this device. That, from what I understand, that operating system will be available for other vendors to use on their device. So, if this in fact does sell well. I could see the likes of Asus and Acer and Dell and all of these other individuals that already have tooling factories making devices. Which will drive down the price. Yes. uh, Because there's competition. It's it's called SteamOS 3. Um, Making this 
available, and then you would have Valve's official device, and then a marketplace of some cheaper devices. Maybe if you're only going to be streaming, you get a device for 150 bucks. If it doesn't need to have the power to play the yep. games on it at all, maybe you buy a $150 device. Or if you want to play yep. the real AAA titles, maybe there's a $1,000 device that that somebody yep. makes, like Ace or uh, like Asus or somebody like that, or MSI. Um, so. I think this opens up a huge place in the market and yep. is make as 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 if PC gaming wasn't already extremely accessible. Yeah. It's now going to be even more accessible to individuals on on a different platform now. Instead of sitting behind a desk with some monitors, you've yep. got your little Nintendo Switch looking carrying case and you've got your Steam library in your pocket. I think it's very interesting. Yep. And, you know, and I think this is when we kind of hit a point where how can you get better graphics? How can you get we're getting a lot of changes in the market. But, you know, there's kind of this pull from each side. If you want you're getting games that are trying to make the best graphics and having all this crazy AI and they're huge. But, you know, that requires a huge device. It requires powerful device. And we're struggling right now to get those Xboxes and Playstations that can play this supposed new technology. Uh, But then you got this other side that's pulling towards mobile. Uh, and I think that that's where they're going to have to meet in the middle. It's really going to be the thing that breaks it to where people finally use the streaming because they want that game. There's no way you're getting that game on on these little devices. And so I think that's what they're going to be the differences. Tim Sweeney, the CEO of Epic, in quote tweeting this uh, announcement from Steam, says, amazing move by Valve, a handheld PC slash console hybrid running the Steam OS fork of Arch Linux. And it's an open platform for users who are free to install their own software, including Windows and other stores hinting at the possibility, yep. of course, of the Epic Store Epic being on there, being available on this device. And yet you will, it is, I mean, it's a, it's running a, a an AMD uh, a, a, APU, which is the CPU and GPU. I mean, it'll run unit. Fortnite. I mean, it'll, well, it'll run anything. You sure can run Windows. You can run anything you want on but it. I'm saying they'll probably Windows. optimize a version of Fortnite for that. If it's, yeah, I don't know how exactly that's all going to work, but nevertheless, a very cool system and platform and i'm very much looking forward to seeing once people get their hands on this device well and also one thing there's another uh, article from extreme gaming nerd uh gaming it's a weird spelling gaming nerd uh and they're talking about how they th- based on kind of the the numbers there should be a kind of normalization in the high-end pc parts market this is something that nick and i've been dealing with you know when you get a new video card when you get a new uh motherboard there's been a big uh, shortage in parts, especially due to COVID and issues across uh, across the world. And so this is something that's looking to change. Uh, we should be able to get, uh, you know, there's been a lot of crackdowns on Bitcoin mining and changes even to markets on how, you know, to where they're not using the video cards to kind of kick, kick that out. Uh, there's been a lot of changes. Plus, with COVID kind of ramping down now, uh, we're going to start seeing graphics cards and a lot of these things coming back to the shelves to where you can buy them. Because uh, I think that really delayed a lot of the technology and, and changes in gaming when people can't even get, for instance, a ray tracing card. Um, thank you, Chris Rubio, for the raid. Greatly appreciated. Uh, and you mentioned Bitcoin, Brian, on a since uh, Elon Musk decided to uh, jump in there and trash it has been on a steady decline down from where it was to just shy of 30,000 Bitcoin as of right now trading at 29,699. Um, so that market obviously significantly lower than it was 
Um, well, so in Malaysia, I saw an article. I didn't, I didn't put it in there, but it showed a steamroller steamrolling a thousand Bitcoin mining machines. Remember, they they had that like a raid over there, and they're shutting yeah. down all these Bitcoin minings. They they got a thousand machines, and they just steamrolled o- over the, all of the Bitcoin mining devices. So, <laughs> definitely an interesting. I don't know why they I'm, just didn't donate them somewhere, but oh well. I'm very much interested in the uh, computer market, hardware market, levelizing so that. Yeah, I can get rid of my 1070. <laughs> I, I know what well, I've been wanting to get something that can do ray tracing so I can test with the new, you know, what's happening in Unreal Engine 5. And there's just well, a lot, just you know, some limitations. Up. Well, Brian, I mean, you can buy a video card. Let's just go to eBay real quick and look for a. Yeah. How many, a, th- a, th- a thousand minimum. Oh, Brian, I mean, this is I mean, you're you're a well to do guy. It's only three thousand dollars for a car that is a card that's only worth about what sixteen. Oh, here you see here it says if you message him, he'll lower it to eighteen hundred. I don't even know if that's. I don't even know what the MSRP on this card is, but that still seems like a lot. But this why why is he listing it for three? Why doesn't he just do a buy? Why is this even on eBay? If this is in your title. This eBay needs to remove that. Can can I flag that? I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but. What is this guy he's doing? He's probably doing it to get around some sort. I don't, maybe he's trying to make his fees go. I, who knows? I don't. There's got to be some weird reason he's not just putting the price there. I have no idea. Well, it's just weird that he would say, "I'll lower this price if you message me." I just, it's weird. Gaming it the is. system. I wouldn't buy from that person personally if they're trying to. Game oh, well, I'm not buying anything from the used market. Um, but uh, yes, yeah. so uh, so very much patiently waiting for that as well. So that is yeah. uh. That Steam and the uh, current PC hardware market, very cool stuff. Looking forward to uh, getting, uh, yep. r- rather looking forward to the uh, YouTubers and whatnot getting their hands on these devices. Yeah, and actually see them being played. Hey, yeah. so as of today, uh, there was an announcement by Amazon about New World, and they have uh, they've begun their closed beta. So supposedly there's no NDA or something. So maybe I'll actually be able to talk because I, I do have it on pre-order or whatever. So I have access, I think pretty sure I have access to all of these. Uh, but that begins today, the 20th, right? Today's the 20th. Good. Yes. Uh, and so they have a trailer. Do you want to play that really quick? And we can see this is the trailer for their closed beta, uh, which starts today. And then we'll go into some of the details of, of servers and things like that.
All right. So, yeah. That's a, there's a lot of stuff there. So one thing is you see they showed some of the rating. I know one thing that was kind of drives me crazy is you know it's not going to feel like that at all when you're actually it's kind of like arcs trailers that they put out. You know they have all these things that looks like a coordinated. But I am interested how much will it feel like this? You know they're they're trying to create some ex- epic type of a feeling. Um, you know you starting out with just a shack and then building a huge fort. I mean I like the look. I like the variety. Uh, the classes are going to be interesting whether or not they can truly add a bait. Having a non-static class, I don't know if people remember me discussing that, but this is one where you don't pick a healer, you don't, you don't pick a tank, you don't pick all these things. You pick as you're leveling based on your gear and things that, perks that you level up in. Uh, that's how you choose your class. So depending on how well they balance that, WoW has that down to a science, so it's hard to compete. Uh, a lot of others, you know, have something similar of a, of a setup, but it's whether or not these guys can pull it off because they're doing new things. The way that they're doing the rating, I think is cool. Uh, you know, the way you make that, I don't see very many other MMOs that have done anything similar to this. I, I just hope that it's, it's as fun, you know, is, and they put the money in and resources, which it looks like they are in the long term, to give it time to actually get a player base and be fun to play. Because the first time this releases and people play, you know, it's going to be filled. People are going to have issues. But can they keep people for six months, you know, a year and still have a, a full server worth lots of content and new content? The end game. Someone messaged me about this uh, yesterday, I think it was, or the day before. And they had asked me, you know, what I think about it. And for me, it's it's the end game because that's usually where people fail. They can't get players into the end game or there is no end game that's sustainable. Uh, if they can get something where when players hit max level, there's still stuff to do and they're not twiddling their thumbs and it's clear what they need to do. Uh, I think then it'll be successful. If not, then I think it'll just be another one of the MMOs that are listed and people don't play or a small community plays. Looking over at <clears throat> old Twitcheroni right now, um, there are 294,000 people watching uh, people play New World uh, right now. It's mm-hmm. the second most popular game. Of course, Just Chatting is number one. Then GTA has got 380,000 people. Uh, but then New World is ahead yeah. of Warzone League and Fortnite. So uh, people... People definitely playing. Um, no yep. question about it. Yeah, and and whether that's continuing, and, you know, that's the thing is when all the streamers, when all the hype, we've seen how many games have we seen come and go? You know, in the years that now we've been doing this podcast, where a game is now the hottest thing. And, you know, it's it, for a week, for two weeks, for three weeks, and then bam, it drops off. Something else replaces it, and this just seems to happen. I just, I prefer, I'd love for another MMO because I think WoW is starting to play out its story. You know, they, if they can release a WoW 2 and actually have something cool, great. But I just think that this is going to be difficult for them to create something that is truly, it's going to take a full commitment from them to make something that's truly competitive against something like WoW. And I'm say, it says clients are available for download. So I'll oh, it is available. It. I mean, yeah, there's 300,000 people watching it on Twitch. Um, yeah. When you say end game, I've never yes. played an MMO. Before. Oh yeah, you've you never exp- played an MMO. Can, well, I, I haven't played one. I, I've uh, okay. I played full, MMOs. okay. You've maybe played the leveling up experience, but you haven't Correct. played what we consider in end game. Y- can you explain for for ignorant people like me, or maybe younger people like me, that just MMOs just were not the the hot thing? What exactly? Yeah, things have I've changed. Played more than RuneScape. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I played more than RuneScape. <laughs> that is a damn lie. Yeah. I played the I played I played Guild Wars. That is an MMO. Mm-hmm. But I didn't but mm-hmm. I haven't I didn't play it 
into what I think is an end game. I just what, what leveled up the end game, yeah. yeah. So Put most people, end. most people, when they play a game, yeah, that we that one went <laughs> far. Uh, most people, when they play a game, you know, you get to the max level, and either you move into onto another game, or you know, there's daily, you know, something going on. In, in MMOs, or at least in WoW and similar games, when you get to the max level, that's like the beginning because the the gear level is what really matters, um, and your experience level. So just you getting better as a player. So when everybody gets to max level, that's kind of like the beginning plateau starting area for the game. Because then you're going into different what are called raids or instances, dungeons, whatever you want to call them on whatever platform. You've got it to where people are going in there. And that's where you need those specific classes because you have to create a balanced group that's able to do enough damage, that's able to live through the damage you're receiving, and is able, you know, and by doing that through, through healing and tanking. And through mitigation of damage by the uh, by the people playing that are the pe- uh, the d- damage dealers, so you got to have that balance to where you have a boss that's hard enough to where it feels like a challenge, feels like you barely beat it, uh, you know. And and that way, there's gear that drops from that that somebody is going to want that's going to upgrade them to help them get to the next harder dungeon in there. And it becomes a cycle of you playing dungeons enough and doing uh, dailies, PvP, whatever it is to get get gear on money and, and things to upgrade that gear and then build as good of a character as you can to where it's powerful to where those beginning instances seem really easy. And then some of the harder later ones are the ones you're now working on. And wow has done a beautiful job of figuring out ways to continually making it hard. So people keep coming back even after they have max characters for years and years and years. And most other uh, MMOs don't do that well. They don't create enough of those time sinks and things to keep you busy where wow almost went too far and then they pulled back, but you had it to where you were going in there and you'd spend six hours a day just kind of preparing for raids. Uh, that is insane. I know, but that's, that's the, what it was. And people really enjoyed it. Now here, I think that they can not go that far, but they need to create it to where when I go in, there's something for me to do that makes me feel like I'm progressing my character. Even when I've been a max level for two, three, four, five months. And that's what they're going to have a hard time doing. And that's what I want to see. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a, I, 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 I can understand that. Yes. I mean, does that make a little sense? It's just, yeah. it's just that gear grind. <clears throat> sure. and you get something similar. You get something similar in other games, you know, where you can look at call of duty. It would be maybe, you know, getting certain skins, like you're grinding to, you're working hard to get, you know, cool, cool looking skins, things like that. This one, it's gear that helps you get to harder instances. So I, I appreciate your explanation, and now I feel bad because I'm going to wreck you. Your uh, okay. your lovely wife sent me a Snapchat I yesterday of, <laughs> <I saw> that. <laughs> of a, of a uh, Call of Duty lobby, and she said, wow, look, look at how good I did. And she was on the top, and I was like, well, damn. And I look not not one or two down on the leaderboard, but the bottom of the leaderboard. Was I was protecting the other... Boise the other, computer. Uh... <laughs> Is all the, the problem is we're, the we're defending zones and they were trying to attack the other one. I'm sitting at the other one because I want to make sure it's covered. It, so I was just you're playing hard watching point? for a baby run through. Yeah, we're playing hard point. So I was covering oh, the other okay. one, so my score was really low. But you know what? No one captured my zone. Well, all I'm saying. I, 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 that, <laughs> usually, I run around more and I don't worry about that. But for that one, I was busy doing something. I think, and so I was just watching one zone while I was working or whatever. You know, we're doing something on something else. Yeah. So that I, that, uh, I do remember because she texted that. I was like, that great. Nick's not going to let me live that down because I can see I'm on the bottom, but that's not how it always is. I promise you. <laughs> well, I so I have had the opportunity to play some Call of Duty with uh, 
you and your wife, and that that's that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. My back was. She's been getting a lot better at it. Yeah, my back was significantly hurting. Oh, I, I know. Literally, well, dude, we you got to remember. Hey, we that was the first time t- we played it. We played a TDM. <laughs> TDM is to sixty-five kills. I had yeah. thirty-nine of the kills, and we won by three. <laughs> and I had four <laughs> other people on my team. That was like the first time we went in there, and I hadn't played since World War II when we were playing together. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I went in there. So it's I, a fun I, game, though. I, we've been getting our gear up. She is hooked on it now, though. I, so I, that's the problem. T- is she she loves it. She used to I'm tell me you. I can't play Call of Duty because it raises my anxiety. And now she's all, oh, yeah, in your face. I got it. You know, she's there's no anxiety. I said, how's your she after a couple of days of her playing? I was like, how's your anxiety doing, honey? And she's like, shut up. Well, <laughs> you know, I, it's fine. There is something about a game like Call of Duty that is just just a lot of fun to play. That's why I I, I, yep. I I've been deemed a Call of Duty fanboy and I'll, I'll wear that badge proudly. Or games are a lot of fun. Sorry. Okay, so now, so uh, thank you for the nice segue <laughs> here, Nick. Um, well, we, let's actually, well, I was going to say we could go because there is a new supposed Call of Duty competitor out by Ubisoft. Um, oh. well, let me mention really quickly, though, for some of these things. They're on our website or in the show notes. There will be links if you want to get the schedule and some uh, server names and things like that for the new world. Uh, okay. We'll have a couple of links in there that you can go and check out some of the other details. They're not really important for what we're talking about here. Um, but there is a server list for these various countries and some other details on the website. Um, so you, Ubisoft has announced a competitor, what they consider a competitor for Call of Duty. And they're calling it, now, is it cross-defiant, X-defiant? I'd have to, I haven't heard it said. Uh, it's an X with a defiant. I guess we'll have to watch the trailer. Uh, on the name. Yeah, so let's watch the trailer and see if they actually pronounce it because this is uh, this is their new one. And I think it just got announced today, was it? I think uh, the first yeah, I've seen it so. was today. All right, let's uh, so here we take go. a look after an ESRB run. We're excited to share a first look at a project we're developing at Ubisoft San Francisco. This is our take on a multiplayer first-person shooter. We need to get you in early and find out what you think. Our goal is to make a best-in-class shooter for you, the players, to compete and have fun with your friends. It's fast-paced firefights meets punk rock mosh pit. We're proud to introduce our new game, Tom Clancy's X Defiant. Your feedback is essential to help us make this game great. Later in this video, we'll tell you how to get involved. But first, we'll get into the action. This is a free-to-play, high-octane shooter combining realistic gunplay with personalized classes. Those classes are represented in our game as factions, each bringing unique gameplay and team dynamics. Every faction comes equipped with traits, abilities, and an ultra to complement your playstyle and the faction's role. Used skillfully, each faction is capable of swinging the momentum of a match. Our factions are at the heart of the game. They're inspired by Maverick groups from across Tom Clancy's games and beyond. From this inspiration, we created new characters and gameplay unique to our shooter. And we'll continue to add to this diverse cast as the game evolves. Now, while factions help you define your role, we know to be a great shooter, the gunplay has to be our top priority. We have an ever-growing arsenal 
of authentic weapons and attachments. We put a lot of care into how our weapons look and feel. We've crafted every weapon attachment for precise, satisfying gunplay. Players can mix and match any faction weapon loadout. You can swap at respawn to adapt to a changing battlefield. Personalize your faction and loadout to be what you need when you need it. And I can't stress this hard enough. We are a shooter first. And your abilities and ultras create unique opportunities to set up nail-biting shootouts and unforgettable clutch plays. Personalizing classes, guns, and gear in a fast-paced fight is a whole new experience in Tom Clancy Gaming. We are super stoked by what we've accomplished so far. And I couldn't be more proud of our incredible team. We want to personally thank everyone that's worked so hard during the pandemic to keep the momentum going on this game. We understand that it's been even harder for some of you. We hope that we can build a community that's a place where people can connect and have fun. And we're committed to creating a welcoming game based on fair play and transparency, whether you're playing casually or pushing yourself competitively. Now, the game's still in early development, but we're gearing up to let you in as soon as possible. So register right now to participate in our early rollout phases. Thank you so much for watching. We really want your input. So please reach out to us on social media. All right. Wow. They're yes. going in. So, I so guess. X Defiant is the yep. name. And uh, th- is this, this is probably one of the only real competitors, I would think. If you look at uh, Battlefield, it's mm-hmm. not really made like Call of Duty. I mean, people Correct. look kind of, people from the outside look at them and say, oh, Call of Duty and Battlefield, kind of the same thing. They're very different the way they play, you know, the way that the, the levels are set up, the way the, the zone, the maps happen. Um, very, very different. This one seems to be one of the first ones I've seen that's really trying to be a competitor to Call of Duty itself. Uh, there's, you know, there's some that come out, but they don't ever seem to be that much like Call of Duty. You're going for the exact same audience. I mean, Counter-Strike has some similarities, but they're just not quite the same. So I think it'll be interesting to see. It, are they able to get the gunplay? You know, because the problem is when you're coming with a different engine and you're using assets and things from previous projects that you've done, uh, there's a lot of stuff they've done in Call of Duty over the years to make it feel like Call of Duty. Uh, can't, you know, are they going to try to make it feel that much like Call of Duty or are they going to do like what uh, Battlefield did and kind of go for their own feel? Uh, that's one thing I'm curious of. seems like they are going for the Call of Duty feel. and Because uh, one thing I noticed in Call of Duty, just, you know, I'm, I've mainly played World War II, but I noticed, you know, they slow everybody's reactions down. And then as you start getting kills, they start speeding up your reaction time to where it just makes you feel like an epic experience when you go and get five, six, seven kills in a row. Yeah. Right. The, the, I haven't really seen other games do that type of a thing. They don't, you know, and Call of Duty does it to at, you know, the extreme. Uh, I'm curious if th- is this the style they're going to go for? Is it going to feel actually like Call of Duty? Is it, can you Nate, think of another game that feels like Call of Duty that isn't made by them? I just I can't think of one that has that feel. Um, no, not currently. I, I mean, Counter Strike doesn't. CS, no, you know, it, it just it doesn't it, quite. It's not it, quite the same. It's the same. It, it's not. And but 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 here's the thing. I'll say this. I don't think the market necessarily needs six Call of Duties either. I think Call of Duty no, does what no. they do very well. 
I think Battlefield, what they, what, what Battlefield does works very well. What Counter-Strike does works very well. And I'll say this about X Defiant. It seems like it's a bit of a mix between Counter-Strike and COD. It's got some of those counter, yeah. the fact you uh, change your weapon class out at your re at the respawn location, some of those things mm-hmm. in maybe even a little bit of some uh, overwatch would be probably the closest thing to call of duty that I would say has that feel, but it looks like it's got some of those overwatch elements because it looked there was mm-hmm. this shield and everybody was moving um yeah so i, well, I hope they're not trying to for be me i think is the best duty. thing yeah yeah but I, I i like i mean look at what happened with the br market when other brs came in especially uh apex was it apex that really came yes. in and stirred the pot with brs yes they did i, I want to see stuff like that because look at how much brs have improved in the past year two years that games like that have come out i mean before we had the very static br of you know, the zones coming in and they were all pretty much the same. There wasn't the tagging system. There weren't all these features now that you're like, oh, I have to have this in a BR. Having a company like this come in is good because they're going to be bringing new things to the table that then uh, with COD, they're going to look at and say, oh, maybe we should look at having that in our game. If you can get ones that's close enough, but not exact to where they start bringing in new features and new things. Like I saw some things in there that I thought were a little bit different and unique, the way the shields work and it kind of went around you in a small little area like there's things that are different uh that hopefully they'll find some of those things that now we consider you know static and then like the parts that you have to have in a br i want to see those in cod maybe them create some new things it's like oh dude that's awesome like i want to see that in cod or i want to you know i I think that would be the best thing for this but it's got to be to where it's really good and i think you know we're all we're seeing is gameplay you know that they've recorded and shown you particular pieces of i want to see how it feels and i think that's that's going to be the big test did they say on here I, i'm trying to remember no. if there was a date on this no I'm they're not asking for you to go register to be part of it which i did um so mm-hmm. if you're interested in this I'd go uh, okay so here their first closed test is on august 5th for pc players in us and canada so well, you sign up yeah, so August fifth will be will be your first chance, and then they'll have more tests after that. So hopefully you can get in there. And I, I'm trying to decide: should I do this on PC or should I do it on like Xbox? It depends where you're playing Call of Duty. We've been playing. I mean, I usually played on PC, but you know when I was playing with you guys, I always played. So I'm going to play it. I'll play it on Xbox. Okay. So because that's what I've been playing with everybody on. So so I've yeah I've cool requested my uh, uh access to that. So. Yeah, looks to be kind of a, I mean, obviously a, a lot of the assets and feel is going to feel like a Tom Clancy, a division um, style of game. And it's the same engine. It's the, you know, the, the most of the guns that are in a game like division will make their way over to here. I mean, how many, how many different ways yep. can you do the M16? I mean, it's a pretty standard. standard well, this gun. makes sense too. Like they can bring in so many already made assets. It's a oh, way for, for them sure. to make a game. And say it, she, oh, we're bringing in different things from our worlds. Oh, you mean you're saving yourselves thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of design time? That's what yeah. it means. But hey, good yeah. for them. Uh, if you have a big, big library of assets that are fairly new and look close enough, because they've got a lot of new recent games that have a lot of these assets in them, dude, pull those in and make a game like this. It makes sense. And make I'm, it free to play. Well, so that's the Is this going to be free to play? They, they said free to play, right? Okay. I they, thought they uh, said yeah, free I, to play. Okay. Yeah, free to play. Okay. Well, then even better. Then that puts yeah. them at a. Um, I don't know if I want to say an advantage. Um, I, I I don't think that always having free to play is an advantage, especially in this type of a game where cheating can be very prevalent. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody, I, I, well, I can speak for myself, I'd never balk at the price of a Call of Duty game. It's a $60 game, you get a multiplayer, a campaign, and yep. uh, either a zombies mode or a co-op or something of that nature. Um, I've owned all of them back to Call of Duty World at War, which came out on the xbox 360 maybe or something early xbox 360 um and i've never balked at the price yeah because yeah and that's the thing is that they they provide enough but if you're having something to where all they're providing you are skins you know and this is going to be an ongoing world um you know free to play works for me because it it a one-time payment doesn't work on an ongoing type of game always uh you know if they're if they're not charging very much up front and they want to have this going for a long time. Sure, do skins. Do season passes. I personally, I prefer season passes. I don't like it when they're constantly trying to sell me skins. But I do like the season passes. to it Because if you play, they're a good value. Gotcha. Well, all right. We wait. Uh, well, so, so, there's another, so there's another piece of news from Ubisoft. Okay. Uh, they're being sued by a French game workers union for oh. institutional sexual harassment. Oh, Jesus. Uh, there's... There, there's been a lot of drama, um, but this is uh, filed by, it says it, it says it's a union uh, by this group, but it, this will be interesting to see if this goes anywhere. Uh, French France is definitely very different in how they deal with some things than us, um, you know, and I don't know if this is going to go through the French courts and what's, what that all means, but this is uh, this is happening, and we'll see if uh, if anything actually comes of it, or if it's a lot of just hey, you know, our feelings are hurt type of things. Uh, I mean, if there's legitimate things happening that are really affecting people's rights, uh, I have a problem with that, and uh, you know, I'd like to see them fix it. But I just a lot of times these things are end up being, you know, they didn't call me my right pronoun or something like that, and it has nothing to do with actual sur- sexual harassment. This is true. So, I so that's what I'd like to avoid. <laughs> but yes. who knows? We uh, we shall see. All right, um, we're getting short time. Let's talk quickly. There's been a few updates about Microsoft and some of the features. Remember, there were some features we said that they would have to wait till Windows 10, 11 for. Yeah, direct storage. Mm-hmm. They have uh, backtracked. Either we were getting some fake news. Hey, I mean, you can't imagine any of these PC gaming blogs would ever post anything that wasn't 100 percent truth. But um, they're saying now that that is going to be enabled in Windows 10. Ah. So people that have hardware that's capable of supporting direct storage and all this um, will now be able to use that. Uh, I'm looking for what the date is. Uh, it'll be certain versions of the operating system on up, but I'm not seeing the date right off the top of my, you know, right away here saying exactly when it's going to come out. But this will be uh, a feature that's going to be in here. Um, so. It you will, might, if you have the right hardware, start seeing a, a performance increase. According to this, it says that means that any game built on direct storage will benefit from the new programming model and the GPU decompression technology oh, nice. in Windows 10 version 1909 and up. So even if so, you have older hardware, you'll get some sort of a benefit from this. Yes, if a game is built with the direct storage SDK. And 1909 is the current version of Windows. So And NVIDIA today just released that uh, SDK for okay. everybody to use gotcha. so you should start seeing this being built into games so any any developer can now go in and implement this into their into their things cool well that's it that 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 was a big feature i mean i'll still be upgrading to windows 11 the first day i can but for 
people that for some reason think that new operating systems are a bad thing, I guess they'll get it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, we know a few of those. Oh, we do. All right. Um, also, also there's uh, some new games being added to the game pass. I figured I'd mention yeah. those really quick. The what big one flight simulator. So that oh. new Microsoft flight simulator is going to be included in the game pass. Cause I've been wanting to try that. And it's, it runs on the Xbox series X and S optimized. Uh, so I'm thinking of trying on the new, on the Xbox S uh, series X that we have. And uh, it's just seeing how it looks and seeing how it runs. Cause that, the, you know, it's the whole world. So it should be pretty cool. And I used to play the original ones back when I was young. Um, they also have Battlefield 5 that's going to be on cloud. So some of these things they've have already in there already, but they're adding the cloud ones. So you can play it on your phone and not have to use uh, your console to actually play some of these games on the road. Um, Crimson Skies, Blinks. Um, they have in uh, Chris Tales, uh, Adamacrops, something like yep. that. Uh, Raji, Last Stop. The Ascent, uh, I can't even tell what that one is. Um, and then Force. Omno and Wingman. What is it? <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't I said, see from the picture. I I said, neither can I. I said Aqua Team Hunger Force, which is that adult swim show with the guy that's the... Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> this is, has no some sort of... A, like, it, Lethal League Blaze. There we go. Lethal League Blaze. But they did it like in a weird... I couldn't even read it. From how far away it is. So there's some <laughs> new games coming. So, but mainly the uh, flight simulator, that should be a lot of fun. Then there's talk of them adding helicopters to it as well. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty fancy. Microsoft <laughs> continuing right. their uh, domination. The dominance. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. I was going to talk a little bit for really quickly. Uh, Discord has purchased a, a new AI startup company called Centropy. Okay. And, they, and this company makes harassment detection ai so looks like they're uh they're gonna find a new platform to bring our uh, infection (laughs) pod is there an open source discord that we can switch to uh it's called Teamspeak, but it's not open source but the guys over at uh, the guys over at uh beavis gaming or compound gaming that discord is definitely (laughs) going to be shut down it is nothing but severe harassment (laughs) so centropy uh they've they've purchased this company uh, it's, this is mean that they're going to be doing something, uh, with discord to put in, and I assume it's going to be doing text, but maybe vocal too. I, I don't know. This will be interesting to see how it works. It, it's an existing company. There's, you know, they, they have a statement they put out for, you know, for people who already have our product, you know, what's this going to mean for you type of a thing. But I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this doesn't do weird things. You know, what do they consider harassment? Uh, yeah, yeah. As I said before, yeah. I call someone, if I don't call someone by, by a pronoun that they think they should be called for, am I expected to get banned? You know, things like that. Is it actually violations of people's human rights or is it violations of people's uh, feelings and, and her, you know, just not being respectful to them? Great There's question. a big difference. They're absolutely. Do you ha- I mean, because politics, you can't, you don't have to be respectful, but you can't be, you can't be harassing. Correct. You know, but they don't seem to to carry that rule over well, everywhere. Between Centropy and Intel's new uh, language oh, yeah. uh, thing, I mean, we're it'll all... mute people when you say something that's offensive. Yeah, they had the. Uh, you know, the race... It'll be funny. At what point are we, are we going? People going to be walking around the road? The people will have like in, like implants put in their ears, so they have the ability to zone out things that they don't want to hear. You'll be walking. Someone will start saying something. They say something slightly offensive. Everything mutes for you. Maybe or that's, they'll probably have that point where it like just takes them out of the world. Like you can't I even hear them. 
No, I think Apple needs to come up with that technology with the AirPods. So you have your AirPods in. If somebody says something, it just... You can only hear positive things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just... uh, Or have it be whenever Donald Trump's name is going to be said, it says something positive about Joe Biden. I mean, it'd be perfect. (laughs) Yeah, so, great. (laughs) Very exciting. All right, um, do uh, do we want to cover uh, anything uh, else before? Is there anything... Uh, we've got a couple more minutes. You want to talk about some of this? Uh, oh, yeah, we've got some interesting Fortnite, things still. Fortnite news before we get out of here. All right. Yep. Okay. So Fortnite. First of all, they are just starting uh, what they call Rainbow Royale. Uh, oh, this okay. What's this is going about? to be their LGBTQ plus. I, did that just wasn't end? that last or, month? The, it, no, it was, it was June. I thought June. Okay. It was. So <laughs> well, yeah, here we go. Well, June is Pride Month. They must have not got it out in time, but they are uh, they are doing what they call Rainbow oh, Royale. I can tell you why they didn't get it out in time because because they were just on their two week summer vacation. Oh, June. that's right. Yeah, they 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 do a two week summer vacation because uh, my friend was who works so, there. Oh, so was, they was missed traveling. all the whole month of June. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, at um, least it, a good but, chunk of it. Yeah, but they have a bunch of uh, different items that are made either by. Uh, gay uh lgbtq plus people or their streamers uh just a lot of different things or they're the colors so there's music um there you know there's various things from artists from this as well so music like what like uh, this Tina should Turner be and donna donna summers is that the kind of music uh, like what lil nas is he i didn't know he was okay um big fridia uh king princess Troy, Savon, Ben. Where's Platt, all the uh, where's Gaya. all the good eighties stuff? Where's where's Donna King? Good luck where's getting Donna licensing Su- for that. Where's I Donna? Su- where's Donna? Or excuse me, not Donna. Do- where's Donna Summers? I'm coming out. Uh, I don't yeah. know that that didn't make its way into the uh, to the beatbox. It didn't make it into this one. Well, Dan, <laughs> didn't make I'm it. a little I'm a little pissed about that one. I love so that's uh, that's going to be that's hmm. that's going to be coming out. So this happens. Right. Uh, it, it starts today. Well, it started today and it's going through for one week through the 27th so if you want to get this make sure you log in and get all your skins uh and there you go uh next they have on here that they're going to be adding in ariana grande um lady gaga and naruto who's a anime naruto shabutin naruto (laughs) yes uh so that'll be that'll be added in there i did i told one of my boys i said hey they're gonna be adding lebron james which they did so they now have LeBron James in, and there's a video for that. Do you want to play the LeBron James video um, for him being added to Fortnite? Yeah, let's hope. He, is this in relation to uh, Space Jam? Yes. Yes, this is kind of in relation to the Space Jam movie. Yeah, Toon Land, Toon Squad. So, yeah, yep. that definitely, uh, definitely part of uh, Space Jam, which I think is yep. did just came out. I think, or is coming. Yeah, out? I've been. I, it's coming out soon. I, I don't okay. know all these things that say you know come check theaters for it, but I just I haven't seen any real talk of it actually being out. Yeah. But it should be out here very soon if it's not. Very cool. Um, another thing I'll just, I'm going to mention a few things. Uh, Netflix has hired a new president of game development for its game division. So mm, okay. you know, they did that one, the one where it was kind of choose your own adventure. Let's see if they're going to 
bumped that up a little bit more, get anything that's a little more actually like a game. But there's been some changes over there for them doing that. Um, Chronicles of Illyria has put out some tweaks to their NDA. And so there was, remember when they made the change that you can't sue them if you sign the NDA. Uh, <laughs> so they make some uh, made some changes to that and you know other updates. So if you're interested, we'll have a link to their blog post that you can go check out. Uh, Tencent has purchased Sumo Digital for $1.27 billion. Uh, so there's another gaming studio. That's a UK studio that they purchased uh, that actually has 14 studios worldwide. It's UK, UK founded, but they have 14 studios around the world. Um, so they had a minority stake in it, and now they've they've got a majority stake in it or acquired the whole company. So that's going to be happening soon. They had... They they had things. Sumo was linked with some Sega things. They had a relationship with Sega, so okay. they had uh, works on various uh, of games. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends um, was one of the Sonic and Sega's All Star Racing series. Little Big Planet spinoff uh, was one of them. They did uh, Hitman, right? I think they did Hitman, Forza, uh, Forza uh, Horizon, Crackdown. So. We'll see if uh, if this changes how those games are done at all. But that is another company purchased by Tencent. So, cool. um, and then one more thing, and then we'll—I think that'll be it. Hackers sure. have begun leaking stolen data from EA because they tried to—they tried to get Vice to help blackmail EA, uh, and they refused. And there's an article there of reading about that. But there, you know, this is something where they offered a certain amount because of you know, them encrypting some servers or, you know, doing something. Uh, they refused to pay the ransom. They tried to get uh, Vice to help them release documents and everything, and they refused. So uh, one thing Vice did say is they sub- reportedly saw a copy of a 1.3 gigabyte cache released by the hackers, you know, but that's, we'll see what else they released too. Well, I think that's it. Do you apply or do you, uh, do you work with hackers? Do you deal with blackmail? That is the million dollar question. No, yeah, it's either do you, you know, because if you do it once, they're, they're going to continue doing it. You, you make yourself a, you make yourself a target by giving them what they want. Oh, for sure. So, time will tell. And I, I yeah, I think that I think that's pretty much uh, I think that's pretty much all the news for today. All right. So well, uh, and that puts us just after an hour, Coolio. All right, Brian. Well, yeah. pleasure as always. Uh, where can people find yeah. you? Well, if you want to find me at Brian Aldridge on Gabber Parlor or my blog, biteoftech.com, and also encourage you to go to infectionpodcast.com. Join our server on Discord so you can submit news to the news channel. Um, you can also go in and hang out and play some ARC. There's a lot of different channels that we discuss things on. Uh, also, we have our Steam group. If you want to get notified before the show starts, and sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't, During depending on how Steam is doing. Uh, we have our video forms of the podcast through YouTube, a bit shoot D live and uh, oh, what's the other one? Um, I can't remember the last one. Uh, no, no, no. It's talking about the video uh, bit shoot D live YouTube and uh, uh, Twitch. It. I know I had them all. Oh, I, just, I left I out YouTube. Like... <laughs> the biggest oh, okay. one. <laughs> uh, and then we have our audio only forms at the lower right hand side. So whatever device or platform you want to use, you can do that. Uh, if you want to support us, you can go to subscribe star. We've got Amazon. We've got all kinds of different places. Humble bundle. Um, you saw the prime gaming subs that we've had some through the show and then also our show notes. If you want to listen or, or watch this, follow along in our show notes. We've got links to all the different platforms 
or all the different articles and, and things. And so whatever platform you're listening to this on, you can still follow along. Even if you're listening to it on your phone in the background on a podcast, you can still follow along those notes and click all the articles and follow along. It's pretty easy. So, uh, but I think that's about it. So hopefully everybody, um, gives a chance to try out some, maybe some of the sign up for the new things that are coming out, you know, the mm-hmm. try to get on to new world. Uh, you got the X, what's it called? X, X uh, defiance. X defiance. Um, a lot of new things coming out and you can also sign up for the new, uh, steam deck. You can, um, Lots I do want to thank our, I do want to thank our friend Greenman cartoons for hitting us up with the 42 month resubscription here on Twitch. If you head on over to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support, you can find various ways to support the program and uh, we'll again be hopefully traveling to either Boston or Seattle some point next year for a PAX event or some other gaming event, maybe E3, who knows? De- going to yep. depend on what they have and who's going to be at those various events. Uh, Brian, as yep. always, thank you very much, my friend. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Yeah, talk to you soon. Alrighty, folks, that's going to do it. Hey, again, if you uh, want to listen to some of my political uh, rantings, um, you can do so. You can now download the Wilmington's Morning News podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for more information, you can go to nickcraig.com. If you missed any portion of the show, you can visit our website, infectionpodcast.com, where you can get show notes, links to all the videos, pictures, sign up for the different betas, all that fun stuff. That's going to do it for another episode of Infection. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time.